Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It is the Odd Couple. I am Chris, and he is Rob, and we are live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And real credit card questions, folks, require real people, folks that understand your issues and work to resolve them with you. That is why Discover offers helpful U.S.-based representatives who are available 24-7. Discover exceptionally common sense. We got a great hour for you. Keep it locked right here. We'll get into Tom Brady. We'll get into uh, some of the Pelicans and NBA talk with Antonio Daniels, our great color analyst for the Pelicans who joins us every week. But before we go into any of that, we are going to go to the NBA and address Bradley Beal. Okay, Bradley Beal. We know, everybody knows about Bradley Beal. He's an all-star with the perennially bad, bottom-feeding Washington Wizards. Okay, what do you have against the Wizards? Why are you so down on them? I wish the Wizards would be good. I remember as a kid, 1978, the Washington Bullets at the time. Elvin Hayes, Wes Unsell, Bobby Dandridge. Winning the championship, going back the next year and losing to Seattle in 1979. So I would love it if the Wizards, you know, Rob, let's just keep it real. When you go to Washington, it is probably, you see more African-Americans in that crowd than any place in the, in the country. Maybe Atlanta can hang. Yeah, Atlanta would you agree definitely. With that? Yeah. Yep, yeah. Atlanta Washington and Washington. And Atlanta. Yep, yep. And I actually think, you know, Atlanta's well, fan see, base we know is bad. I think Washington's right. is pretty good. Like, their yeah. crowds and, are there. They're into it. But they just can't deliver a winner. Atlanta, everybody's from somewhere else, Chris. Very few, You run into people down there. Very few people are from Atlanta, born there, you know. But people, it's that kind of city. And you remember when, when uh, back in, uh, what was it? 90s when everybody was moving there was the new south you remember that oh, yeah, and jobs yeah, and people yeah. were buying homes and all that it was yeah. it was a big boom of people buy, uh, moving to Atlanta but anyway um you know DC, and Washington Rob there one of my college classmates frat brothers was the mayor there Adrian Fenty he was mayor for what? I was his uh, dean of how, pledges. How, how long? He had, a, he had a cup of coffee and a sweet roll. At least, man, uh, I don't remember. Four years. Yeah, he was there. Was one you term? Might remember him. I think so. I think it was only one. Yeah, I don't remember. And him then a college him. classmate, unbelievable, Stephanie Rawlings, also at Oberlin. She was the mayor of DC, of uh, Baltimore. Is that right? So Oberlin, unlike Southwest Connecticut, whatever, agri- AT&T or A&T or whatever, <laughs> we deliver, brother. We deliver. But, hey, you know uh, what? No, hey, I would let love me say, for Washington. Hey. I actually really do like Washington as a city. I'll say that. Nope. I love living in Metro New York, oh, which is yeah. where I live. 
But the second place I want to live, if I didn't live up here, would be the Washington Baltimore area. I, I no, love that it's area. a great, it's a great town. My best friend Fred lives in Germantown, and Chris, you know, I go down there all the time to see him and his wife, and uh, I love it. I'm with you. Uh, DC is great. It's a great place. In that Virginia, DC. Yep. Or uh, Maryland area, anywhere right in that whole metro, what is the DMV they call it, right? The right, DMV. right. Uh, yeah, right. so it's a great town. Just hadn't had a lot of luck with basketball and with the Wizards. To say the least. All right, um, the, the Wizards are just bad. All right, and uh, Bradley Bill is a good player. Three-time All-Star. You know, he's out this season. I mean, he's played half the year. He's out for the rest of the year. He had a wrist, I believe it was wrist, but a hand injury and uh, surgery, but he is in line for a big payday, Rob. And uh, he he's had one, Rob G. Ch- he's had at least one, I think probably two. No, I think he had one. Definitely. Max payment. He's definitely had one, but he's probably had two. Rob G., look it up real quick. Two max paydays already, at least one, though. And here's what Bill said today about uh, – re-signing with the Wizards. He said he's in no rush to make a decision, but he did say that he's leaning toward the Wizards. And uh, he said it's fair to say that. Um, But he he admitted, he said, look, they asked him what will go into your decision. It's hard to believe this, but he said it. Obviously winning. Really? Having a winning environment, a group of guys that are committed to winning, buying into what coach wants, Buying into what the organization needs. Obviously, I play a factor into that, too. Good, good for him for taking ownership. Right. I have not to everybody be else. Right. Right. I have to be better. Else. But being around the group of guys who want to win and who will buy into what we need to do, that's important. All right, Rob, I'm going to say this, and, and you might jump on me. First of all, apparently Bradley Bill's happy in D.C., uh, maybe, you know, family situation there is great. And he likes it, which is great. That That is important, man. I, I have no issues with a dude being happy and turning down maybe a better opportunity elsewhere because he's happy where he's at, okay? But when it comes to sports, winning is a big factor in it. You know, and in other parts of life, that's, yeah, you you compete to a certain degree, you want to win, but that's not all it's about, you know, having the best, being at the best newspaper, being at the best uh, electrical company or engineering firm or what. Like, sometimes you're just content where you are. You're making good money and you're happy. And there's no, it's not about, you know, people aren't having talk shows about did you win? Is your firm the best? And it's no legacy with that and all that stuff. That's why sports is different. And I got to be honest, Rob, outside of him being happy, which is great, that's his personal decision. I'm talking about strictly basketball. I This is a little like, do you want to win? Like, do you want to? Bradley Beal is not a number one superstar on a championship team. That's been proven. I, I, just looking at him, his game isn't that. But you can obviously he's been the number one guy for the last few years, and they barely make the playoffs. All right, if they do make it, and he could be though 
a real a great number three. He could be like a great third guy in a big three somewhere. And if I was Bradley Bill, I just think from a basketball standpoint, this is disappointing. He should be looking at, you know what? Because his legacy, Rob Bradley Beal, and it, it, maybe he'll hear this. This Rob could be the difference between him possibly. I, he hasn't been what you look at now and say a Hall of Fame player. But if he were to go somewhere and win a championship and be a third guy, a 20-point scorer, maybe fights for that second guy role, he's still going to get max money or close to what he'd get in. He can make a little more in Washington. And it might, it would actually boost whatever slim Hall of Fame chances he may have. And so we're talking a lot about legacy. Rob, you remember Kevin Garnett? And granted, Garnett was on a whole different level than Bradley Bill. We understand that. He was a Hall of Famer in Minnesota. But, Rob, he didn't want to go to Boston. You know that. He was reluctant. They had to essentially beg him to take accept that trade. He finally goes to Boston, wins a championship, and it changed. I mean, the way we think about KG is different. He was going to be a Hall of Famer, but he admitted it was the best move of his life, and it just changed his whole legacy. And that's what could be at stake. He's not KG, but I'm just saying for a Bradley Beal. Chris Bosh, Rob, for all the fact that his numbers went down in Miami, his legacy went up in Miami because he was a part of an historic big three, and that's that. So I think that's what it got Bosch in the Hall of Fame. I think that's what uh, Bradley Bill has to think about before re-signing with a team that just, bottom line, ain't going to be that good. Yeah, I, I disagree. Let me give you Beal's uh, financials. He signed a one-year max, Chris. Uh, one, one max. So he's I got one say, max in 20, deal? Okay. In 2016, five years, $127 million. Then he had a two-year extension in 2019, two years, $70 million, worth max money but not max years. So that's where he is. But I disagree. And I disagree from the standpoint that everybody wants people in this new NBA to move on and go somewhere else and team up with other people. And I know he's not Giannis. So I'm not – I want to stop in your tracks. I'm not saying he's Giannis. But Giannis was criticized and crucified. He ain't that Giannis. He, I said he ain't Giannis. <laughs> was crucified. You're dumb. You're stupid. Why would you stay in Milwaukee? There's nothing there but beers and crops. And brats. Brats. I'm sorry. What? Crots. Brats. I'm in brats. Beer and brats. And they said, all those NBA fans, you'll never win in Milwaukee. You'll never win, Giannis. What are you doing? Go to Miami. They just swept you in the playoffs, and they went to the finals. If you go to Miami, you'll win a championship. You're, he didn't listen to anybody. He didn't him and Hall. When the contract came around, he cut his finger, put an X on it. He says, I'm here. I'm staying in Milwaukee. And guess what Giannis did? He won a chip. He won a championship. He won the trophy. And Chris, 
Maybe Bradley Beal wants to do his own thing. He don't want to be a third wheel. He want to be the big kahuna. He wants to be that guy. He wants to be the grand poobah of Washington, D.C. He don't want to be no third wheel. You just said he has to fall behind two other guys to get a championship that he'll get no credit for. He would get It'll, credit. No, he won't. It'll go Bosch to the other guys. Beloved. Bosch didn't get credit. He didn't get Bosch as is a much Hall credit. Of Famer. Two times. He didn't get well, as much he, credit. Because he wasn't as good as LeBron and Wade. All right, well, that's what I'm saying. So that's what you want Bradley Beal to be. Do not downgrade yourself. If you're the man, be the man. You want to be able to make miracles and move mountains. What if Bradley Beal they, they get a player? Moving? They might in the East. They might move the mountain. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> if they if if Bradley Beal, Chris. Put together somehow they drafted a big time star out of nowhere. Oh, here we go. Some free agent sign. And Zion decides to go there and is healthy. And then boom, he wins a title. You'll be the one that'll have to uh, uh, take this all back. I want us to mark this down. Why can't he stay in DC? Because they aren't that any good. You said they that about Giannis in Milwaukee. No, Can I didn't. Can we play the tape? No, I you didn't. You said that he wouldn't win there, Chris. First of all, he's not, as you admit, he's not close to as good as did Giannis. Did you say that Giannis was going to win in Milwaukee, yes or no? I didn't make a statement. Yes, you did. You no, said I no. No, I didn't. I, I really did. In my heart of hearts, I remember feeling like this dude ain't going to win a championship. But I never came out publicly and said it. But the difference is this, Rob. Milwaukee was at least... A contender. Washington hadn't had a winning record in the last four years. Where are they going? You want to be the big fish in a small pond that doesn't they went make to the, the playoffs? playoffs two years ago? What are you they talking went, about? They, they went to the playoffs last year. They didn't have a winning record. That's how bad it was. It was the playoffs. They were thirty-four Chris? and thirty-eight. If you get in, you get in. They were and in that the was the one time in the last four year or three years. We'll see if they make it this year. Last three years that they made the playoffs. I'm just saying, like, Beal, and and again, personal life, if he's happy, more power to him. But you're going to get paid. You won't get quite as much if you go elsewhere. You'll still get generational money, life-changing money. You already have that. If he, Rob, I'm telling you, if he went, and it's not like he's even Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard consistently would lead the Blazers to the playoffs and a few times deep in the playoffs. And I, so I get, even though I think, you know, I think they're going to end up parting ways, but I think I get Damian Lillard saying, this is my team. We're competitive. We're in the, we're around, you know, the other big teams. We're not beating them, but we're in the hunt. And I like being the man, but Washington can't even say that. They're rarely in the hunt. They're never in the hunt. So I'm just saying he could go somewhere else. And look, I, I, I will admit this. Not a lot of teams have money. Not a lot of good teams. I think maybe teams would make some moves for him, though. Obviously, you could do a sign and trade, too. So I just think, Rob, yeah, I, I just think that, you know, a little disappointing. i like to see him go somewhere and really help a team you know, win something big. But all right, we're going to throw it out to you guys. 877-99 on Fox. Should Bradley Beal take the money and stay with the Wizards or should he look to move on to greener pastures 
and compete for a championship. We'll continue the conversation with you next. I couple Chris and Rob, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. It is the I Couple. I am Chris. He is Rob. We are live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And if you're dealing with a dead battery, go to AutoZone. It's America's number one battery destination. They offer free battery services like free battery testing and free battery charging. So next time you are having battery trouble, go to AutoZone, your battery solution, and America's number one battery destination. 877-99 on Fox. You agree with Bradley Bill staying put with the Wizards to, to rack up lottery balls and money? Or would you like to see him go somewhere and compete for championships and still get paid? Your turn to win. All right, let's kick it off with uh, Will in Wisconsin. You're on the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio. What up, Will? What's going on, Mr. Rob, Mr. Chris? Uh, you was looking up? slick, man, in those khakis, man, in those drawers the other day, Mr. Yes, Rob. sir. So, Thank yeah. you, my man. Hey, I don't, was rocking those on Don't compliment him on that, man. That was sad. It hey, was you know, sad because what man, it represented. Minds, what it represented. It represented yeah. failure, a lack of perseverance. <laughs> wow. I mean, right, did it not, Rob? Just I had to slip up for those drawers. Yeah. Well, go ahead, Will. What you got, man? Yeah, man. So, uh, you know, I think it's not a matter of Bradley Beal should leave. We have to look at another component, how teams are building uh, championship uh, talent. And so no one has picked up on Bradley Beal. There's been various, uh, you know, championship-level efforts, and all of those have missed adding Bradley Beal. So it's no knock against his talent. But sometimes, just like in any job, sometimes, you know, the, the, the guy that seems to have all the skills isn't the right guy for the job that you're trying to do. So I think there's that component to it, too. And also, the best version of what Bradley Beal could be as a uh, talent leading a team deep into the playoffs was those years that he played alongside John Wall and Marcin Gortat. That was like the, the best version of a Wizards that could win in this sort of NBA. They got right. to the second round. Slow your roll. I mean, yeah, really? but they, they made a move. They made a move, second round. <laughs> they were LeBron's punching bag. Chris is just so bitter. What, I'm I mean, just saying. You? I'm just saying. My goodness. What what happened to is a short menu? It is Winter, a short what happened menu. To that? But maybe he wants to cook his own eggs in his own pan. How about that? They're going to be rotten eggs. <laughs> Obi in Los Angeles. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Obi? Good afternoon, Mr. Parker and Mr. Broussard. What's How up, are you? Man? All right, thank you. Um, I think John Walsh will leave because it's a poorly run organization. You mean Bradley Beal? You mean Bradley Beal? Bradley Beal, yeah. Right. Yeah, it's a poor, I mean, this is an organization that gave huge contracts to John Wall, Agent Zero, Jawan Howard, uh, Iman, Amahani. Well, real talk. Let, let me I mean, stop. Keep it going. Don't, don't cut Obi off. 
at that time, those dudes were all superstars. It shows you that it can go south in a hurry. But it, it, look, Rob, who did he mention? John Wall. Everybody would have given him a max at that time. Uh, right. G- Gilbert Arenas? Gilbert Arenas was lighting the league on fire. They just didn't know he was packing. That was the only thing. Well, there you go. And then he mentioned Jawan Howard, who was, you know, had a, had a side, was played really well with the Wizards. But go ahead, Obi. Is Obi still there? Sound yes, like I'm still here. Okay, um, but go ahead. Okay, and that's fine. But if you're not going to put the pieces around those fellas to win championships, that just shows you how poor an organizational leadership is. It's, to well, me, it's the organizational leadership much more than Bradley Beal. And the other caller had a good point in terms of him not going to another um, team. I mean, there have been lots of rumors about him going to many teams to be a well, get in the trade. Right. It's never but he's happened, always right. but, he's never pushed for it. He's always true. said he true. wants to stay yeah. in Washington. Yeah. He's never allowed himself to really check out the market, and it sounds right. like he might not do it this year. No, he probably well, that's, won't. That's but what I'm saying. Yeah. Again, it's a, I think it's just poor, a poor, poorly lead, leadership Well, it, it, team. it has been. There, there's no, no denying doubt. that. Thanks, as Obi. much as I, I don't blame them for paying those guys, let's, the, Rob, the proof is in the pudding. They haven't squeeze, been viable Let's squeeze one more time. in, Chris, in San Diego real quick. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Chris? Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you guys doing? Good, good man. Good. How are you? Uh, great, thank you. I just want to say thanks for uh, taking my call. You, you guys pushed me on my 12-hour shift, and you put a smile on my face every day. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Man, thank, thank you. you, brother. Thank you for yes. checking us out. Uh, okay, well, okay, back to the subject. Um, I, I don't want to talk a pocket watcher or nothing, but I would tell Bradley Bill, just get your money while you can because nothing, nothing's guaranteed. Just because you want to trade, if you want to ask for a trade, go to a contender. It's not a guarantee you'll win a championship, you know, like, and, and knock on wood. Like, well, if you get traded to the team, you get hurt, and not, now you lost a chance to get the max contract, you know? Well, he so, can like, get a max elsewhere. It won't be quite as much, but it'll still be huge money. It's not well, like yeah, you're talking yeah. about a huge difference. And you're right, there's no guarantee. I'm just saying the thrill, uh, the excitement, the exposure. Of competing for a championship, yeah, but you could you could also getting build to the conference finals and being in the hunt. I mean, that's big. But what, but what if it what if it turns around and he's a big part of it, Chris? It could be Rob, even that's, that's even more rewarding. Why? Land. Why is it fantasy land? Because they aren't any good. They could I mean, seriously, be good. Rob, what you are you talking said, about? 1978, they won the NBA title. <laughs> they could do it again. <laughs> I mean, really, that that's really like being like. Sacramento's not that far away. What if they turn it around? Yeah, what if? They might turn it around. Stop it. Wizards are freaking not even in the play-in right now. You know what? People all over D.C. are turning off the odd couple because Chris is hating on the Wizards. I got love for D.C. No, you don't. They They don't want you down in the district. I know I got love for D.C. They don't want you in the district. All right. 877-99 on Fox. You get a chance to weigh in again next hour on a different topic. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. He hustled as a player. Now he hustles as an analyst. He works for the Pelicans down in New Orleans, Sirius XM NBA Radio, and also a Fox Sports Radio analyst for the NBA. Our man, Antonio Daniels. What's up, brother? Chris Broussard, Rob Parker. How y'all doing? doing we great. are great, How man. Are you? Always good to have you on. Oh, for sure. It's always awesome joining you guys. I look forward Let's to this get, every week. 
Let's get right to it. Uh, we got some good news, we think, right, on Zion. Um, he reported that there's progress being made on his foot. I don't expect to see him back this year. I, I wouldn't even think you'd want to bring him back this year. But what do you – can you tell us anything else about this or what's your no. take on the news? No, my take on the news is good news because he's healing. And I, I think that's the most important thing right now. Um, but we all know the way this works. It's a process. And when you're talking about a foot, uh, the last thing you want to do is rush him back. You know, last time he was taking it slow and had a setback. And when you don't, aren't doing, you know, any weight-bearing um, court work yet, you know it's going to be a minute before you actually back out on the floor and get an opportunity to really get up and down. So um, now with about, what, six weeks left in the season or so, um, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But it's good news, the fact that it's actually healing correctly. And, and so, so do you think that this is going to be smoothed out and he'll be back and, and all will be forgotten because he'll be healthy? Because when we've seen him, Antonio, he's played lights out. If he could just get on the court, maybe we right. could uh, worry about him playing and not all the other stuff. Right. We, we all know this in every professional sports league, winning cures all. Right. Production production and impact cures all. So we've seen guys before, not speaking on Zion, but in different sports where there's been uh, a risk between them and the front office or between them and the fan base. Next thing you know, the team starts winning and they start balling and it becomes a love fest. So, but like you just said, uh, like you just said, Rob, the most important thing is getting it back on the floor. Once you get it back on the floor, healthy, available, things will take care of themselves. Antonio, let's go around the NBA um, in the Eastern Conference. And I got to admit, I didn't like the way James Harden left Brooklyn. Agreed. Uh, right? But he is – it's only three games, but he looks like the old James Harden. He looks better than he has all season in Brooklyn. He looks like he did last year in Brooklyn when he was an extraordinary playmaker, and he's still giving you close to 30 points. Um, it's just the beginning, and he and Embiid seem to be fitting well together. What do you think about Philly? Like, I'm looking at it now, Antonio. I'm starting to feel like, okay, it might just come down to does Harden play big in the big games? Because we've seen him mm -hmm. struggle in some big games, but it looks like they've got everything they need if he does play well to get out of the East. Okay, so here's my thing. We talked about this today on, on our radio show. It's a love fest right now in Philly. But it was a love fest when he got to Houston, and it was nope. a love fest when he got mm. to Brooklyn. Right. You know what I mean? So, right. for me, it's not about right now. It's not about this team going 3-0. and It's not about this team making history with him, Maxie, and Embiid uh, being the first players to score 20 points in three straight games. It's not about that right. for me. For me, it's about the response to not just James Harden, but to, with, from Joel Embiid, from Doc Rivers, from Daryl Morey, from the Philadelphia 76ers fans when adversity hit. Because no every, we, know how this, we know how it works. When things are great in this league, everybody's happy. Right. Dudes are really happy when they're playing well, the team's playing well, and they're performing well. What happens when adversity hits? Because when adversity hit Houston, he asked out. When adversity hit Brooklyn, he asked out. So now how are you going to respond nope. when adversity hits Philly? So here's my thing. I, I've said from day one, I don't think James Harden wanted to go to Brooklyn. I think if it was up to him, he could have bypassed 
Brooklyn and went straight to to Philly. Brooklyn became a middleman because you knew Houston wasn't going to deal with Daryl Morey after everything that happened with them. So it was a must to go to Brooklyn to get to Philly. But for me, I understand all that we're talking about now. This may be the best duo in the NBA right now as far as being unstoppable is concerned. But for me, it's all going to come down to how this team responds when adversity hits. I I totally agree. I think that's a great way to put it. And and I'm looking at Harden, but you are right. I mean, Doc has obviously had his struggles in the playoffs, dropping a lot of 3-1 leads. Embiid, you know, at times people have questioned, you know, where he's at sometimes mentally as a leader. And then other guys, you know, Maxie's young. Tobias is your third or fourth guy. So that's I I like the way you put that. Now let me ask you this. Will that keep you from picking him as the favorite in the East? Like, do you think it's Milwaukee? Who do you think – is the favorite right now in the East? I, I think it's hard to say right now because it's a lot of ifs. And when you start talking about the Eastern Conference, obviously you can look at last night's game from Milwaukee and Miami and say, honestly, that can easily be the Eastern Conference Finals. Right. Easily. But for some reason, I can't really – I can explain why I don't have Miami going to the Eastern Conference Finals even though they're first in the Eastern Conference right now. Because unlike Philly – Unlike Milwaukee, um, unlike Brooklyn, they don't have that guy. Right. They don't have that dude. You know what I mean? Jimmy Butler in the bubble averaged 27, 10, and 8. Now, Jimmy Butler's going to be that guy. We're having a different conversation. But on a night-in, night-out basis, a lot of times, Jimmy Butler's he's their third-best player sometimes. It could be Tyler Hero. You know, it could be Bam Adebayo, it could be Kyle Lowry, it could be Duncan Robinson, it could be so many different guys. But when you start talking about Brooklyn and you start talking about Milwaukee and you start talking about Philly, they have those guys, those guys that you have to account for, that star power. So for some strange reason, I just don't have Miami getting there. I, for me, Philly, Philly got something. They got something. The if for Philly is how would they respond when adversity hits? The if for Milwaukee is how would they look without P.J. Tucker having that other guy? And then the if for Brooklyn is obviously the Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons saga. How does that work? And does that restrictions and mandates and all that stuff, does that timeline align or parallel with the NBA season actually still continuing? Uh, uh, yeah, last thing. I got, we got less than a minute. Just I look at the numbers in the, for the Lakers, 21 games left. 14 on the road. They're 9 and 18 already on the road. Not a good road team. And they have five of their seven home games are against tough competition. I don't think they make the playoffs because they'd have to play way better than they have the entire season. And I don't see it. Well, here's the thing I have a hard time, first and foremost, bowing out on LeBron because he's been great. And I know this isn't about LeBron, it's about. The team that's around him. Well, he's been but having he has, great numbers, and they still can't no question, win. No question. No question about it. Now, when you say they're not going to make the playoffs, are you saying they're not going to make the play-in or the playoffs? Well, you're, the play-in is not the playoffs, right? For sure. So you they think they'll make the play-in and get beat? I just, I, yeah, I don't. I just don't think that they're going to be in the playoff. The final eight teams in the West. No. I, I hear that, and that's valid, and that's fair. I, I just have a hard time actually saying at this point in his career with him having a historic season like he's playing, LeBron James is not going to make the playoffs, but I do agree with you. 
All right, that is our man Antonio Daniels. Check him out on Sirius XM NBA Radio. And, of course, every week here with us. Great stuff, brother, as always. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate you. For sure, fellas. Nice talking yep. to you guys. All right. Tom Brady is tripping. Keep it locked. We'll get into that next. Ah, a couple Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, it's the iCouple brought to you by one of our favorite cities. It's called Las Vegas. It's your home for live sports, and that means all sports, folks. Every game, every match, race, and competition, it is always on. Now go on and plan your trip at visitlasvegas.com to see the best and the brightest in Vegas, the greatest arena on earth. And speaking of Las Vegas, it's April 28th through the 30th. Vegas will be hosting the 2022 Draft, an event that will be like unlike any other with unparalleled excitement and energy that only the greatest arena on earth can deliver. The best part is that now through March 13th, we're giving away a trip for two to be a part of the energy and excitement. That's right. You and the lucky person of your choosing can win a trip to Las Vegas during draft weekend, April 28th through the 30th. That's sponsored by the Las Vegas Convention and Visitors Authority. The prize package includes round-trip airfare to Vegas, a hotel stay on the Strip, access to Fox Sports Radio's draft broadcast, that's awesome, and more. To enter and get rules, visit foxsportsradio.com. That's foxsportsradio.com. To win a trip to Vegas during draft weekend. Can you hold your horses? Can you hold your words? Do you know who pays the bills? I didn't know you'd be talking for four minutes. I'm sorry. I'm I'm doing what I'm I'm supposed to do. It's called doing my job. Good. Go ahead now with your little your little brown nose in the valleys because you Alice, know great job tonight with the, the with the uh, coming up. With, the, with the game show. Thank you, Rob. At least someone appreciates it. I yes. think Alex. Res- I don't think he respects brown nosing. I'm not. I think my he nose respects is brown twenty four seven. My nose Alex, is you've been doing dry. well. Yes, you've been doing well, but keep it coming. Thank I you, think he, that's what he respects. Not all this, oh my gosh, I can't wait to hear the next one. You are in the crates. Wow. <laughs> Point, Rob. What's, was that Joker's Wild, right? Yes. Wild. Yes, very nice. Jo- Rob's trying to redeem himself because he missed was the, the freaking trivia question about the finals. No, How you miss a trivia? Of all the people to miss a trivia question about. Arthur Fonzarelli, come on, man. You better than that. And you, you ready, Chris? The Pistons at the half lead the Raptors in Toronto. I just, I give up. I don't, you, I, I don't get it. I don't know why you keep doing this to yourself. All right. But here's some good news, Rob. Halftime, the Brooklyn Nets up 67 60 on the vaunted Miami Heat. Kevin Durant balling 17 points. I figured he'd Seven come of back. eleven yeah. shooting forces. Now Miami's without Jimmy Butler and uh, Kyle Lowry, so don't get too excited. But still. yeah, but they're without Ben Simmons and Kyrie Irving. But they're always yeah. without Ben Simmons. And no, Kyrie but Irving. I'm just saying. But they don't have two of their stars or yeah. Joe. No, Harris. I'm just saying it's like no. But I mean, like it's not. Be, say, my point is just that when you, if I didn't know that, I would because you know Butler's been playing. Kyle Lowry's been out a little bit, but if you were to tell me they're up seven at the half, and I know it's only halftime, and Butler 
and Lowry and they have their full contingent of players and it's just Durant, I'm thinking a different story. But uh, good, you know, looks good so far. So uh, Seth Curry playing well as well for the uh, Nets. All right, Rob, uh, Tom Brady. I'm so tired. It just seems clear. I'm not even tired of it because I would love to see him come back. But it just seems to me, Rob, so clear that he didn't want to retire. Rob, do we have sound of this, Rob G, or do I need to read it? Okay. He was on Fred Couples' radio show on Sirius XM Radio, Rob. Here's what he said. So Couples asked him a question, like, maybe you can tell us where you're going. That's what he asked Brady. Here's what Brady said. I wish I had a clear vision of what the future holds. <laughs> I think for me, there's a lot of great things and a lot of great opportunities that I know I said right after football season. I was looking forward to spending more time with my family and I've done that the last five weeks. Now I'm full. No, <laughs> but he said, it, I know there'll be a lot more after football or the, of that too. But he went on and on and, and just basically Rob talked about how it, clearly he still misses football. And um, the thing is this, and I don't blame Bruce Arians, Rob, for saying we're not letting him go anywhere else. I think they will let him go somewhere else. But I think they'll get some compensation. Make a nice trade. And uh, I, I still think I it's think just they smoke should and mirrors. I don't believe Brady will be back. I really don't. Well, you don't want to believe it. No, I, don't, I just don't believe he'll be back. I, I, you don't, if he wanted to move on, he could have talked to Tampa Bay and said, hey, you know, it, it, I want to still play. I don't want to be here. We need to work something out. I mean, it, it's a way of doing it without having to say you're going to retire and then Every time they stick a microphone in your face, I, I don't know. I thought I wanted to retire. Well, that's I don't know the what thing. I to do. That's I what I, I agree. I think he thought he was retiring. And it seems like now he's having second thoughts. Wouldn't you say just the things he's saying? He won't no, come but, out and say, you know, I'm, I'm not playing. At the very least, I'm not playing this year. I'm going to spend this time with my family, let my body heal up. I'm not playing this year. Now, we'll see what the future holds. But you know what I mean? Like, he's not even saying that. He sounded like a man conflicted is what he sounded like. All right, it's the odd couple. We got an hour left, and Tysha's Tower of Trivia will be in that hour. Keep it locked. That'll be fun. Four mil.